This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. again come back around I hope you don't get tired of walking around uh, in the circle here this year but I really uh, I really believe that God had ordered our steps and that uh, this second one again uh, live the love everyone say live the love and our title today would be living loved look at your name say are you living loved First John four seventeen. I want you to hear this out of the Message Bible. It says, God is love, and when we take up permanent residence in a life of love, we live in God, and God lives in us. You know, the, the scripture here uh, makes a statement of a permanent place. I believe a permanent place of grace where that love is not just a fleeting feeling in a church service or a special moment that we have with God, but that the Bible talks about living a life of love, living a life of love. And it's, it's to be, you know, <clears throat> sometimes um, there's, there's a disconnect between... Um, between what we do on Sunday for a few short moments and and then we go back into, quote, our real life. You know, real love in the real life in the real world. Now listen, uh, your life and your world, my life and, and, and my world. We're, you know, last I checked, and I thank God for that, you know, uh, is that none of you are living here. Uh, you know, we don't live here. You know, we all leave and go out of God's house, and then we go to our house. Amen. But there's sometimes this disconnect uh, between, you know, what we experience and and encounter in God's house and what we're encountering out here uh, at our house and in the uh, in the world that uh, that we're called to live in. Both we're called to live, you know, uh, uh, as uh, the family of God in God's house, but we're also called, you know, to live out there in the world as salt and as uh, light. Um, you know, God didn't uh, save us and then jerk us on up out of here. He left us here. <laughs> and, but it's okay because love prayed for us. Jesus said, I'm not praying that you take them out of the world, you know. So, so there's not going to be some immediate translation you know, of you out of all of problems and troubles and, and the way that your world is right now, you know. But the hookup is and the connection is is that God shows up. Love shows up. You know, love didn't leave us where we were. Love came to us. When we couldn't get to Him, you know, we get as far as we can. But see, God, God's not afraid of problems. He's not afraid of trouble. He's not afraid of... Uh, trauma and drama, you know. A matter of fact, he specializes in those things, you know. 
See, religion says you got to get it all together and then come to God. God says, listen, bring it all, come to me. We'll, we'll work on it together. Amen? <clears throat> all right. Uh, but the, uh, it, it's, and, and, we can't, and we should never be satisfied, guys, if we're going to live in a reality, you know, not a religion, but a reality of uh, that we're satisfied with just somebody telling us we should demand that God show us. Because God said, you know, uh, Jesus came to show us the Father. He said, I, I didn't just come to tell you about him. You've heard all about him. But he said, I came to show you what he's like. I came to bring him out into the open where he can be openly seen. My life is is a, not just a tell, but a show. And, you know, uh, and the world has a right, and they won't know, uh, you know, uh, they won't know God until there is a show, a demonstration of, you know, that we should, we got to show uh, the world that that. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Anyway, uh, so it's not just to tell us to show us. It shouldn't just uh, be a, uh, uh, a little thing on Sunday morning or maybe some special goosey bump thing when you heard a certain song or this or that. Those are all, I believe, wonderful encounters, you know, and experiences. But it's, it's a life of love, a life, a whole life, every part of your, your everyday Life, walking around, laying down, getting up and going to work, you know, interacting with, uh, you know, with folks, you know, that love you. Some folks that don't, all of the problems, all that. That life is, is we're supposed to be living it loved by God. Now, uh, verse 16 gives us a key in this. It says, Paul said this, we know it so well. We've embraced it heart and soul. And, and, uh. The Amplified Bible says this, and we know, and then it amplifies that, says we know, we understand, we recognize, and are conscious of by observation and by experience. All right? So we recognize the love of God, how God loves us, how uh, the many different uh, ways, you know, uh, that he loves us. You know, uh, um, these may sound silly to some people, but everything that you see out here, love did that. You know, love loved you enough. You're not sitting on a, a boulder somewhere in the woods. You've got a soft chair. You're in air conditioned. Uh, you know, there's a place for you uh, to come. Uh, don't take for, for granted, you know, just recognize that love did that. Isn't that right? You know, uh, love gave Pastor Sandy the ability to cook wonderful food. Love did that. Amen. She loves to cook. That, you know, it's a wonderful expression of love. You know, uh, little dogs and little cats and all that kind of stuff. You know, little lower forms of life that love us. You know, uh, how is it that 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 sometimes that sometimes I guess we learned this, but uh, most ladies love flowers, and the, and when you're when you're trying to win a lady, you bring her a flower. It, it just it's an expression of love. Everything out here is an expression of love. All of creation tells us uh, he did love did all of that. Yes. Amen. And continues to do and will do, you know, to the extreme beyond what we can ask or uh, or think The things again even uh, hasn't even entered into our minds. All the good that God has throughout eternity for us. But his spirit 
The Bible says that the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, the part of Jesus, the part of God the uh, Father that has, uh, He has been sent to us to, uh, to do life together with us and show us how much God loves us and continually point that out to us and to do all of the very special things that uh, He does. And, and it says we know it. And it, it outlines that in understanding, recognizing, conscious of, and observation, by observation and experience. It says, and, and connects uh, what was previously stated with something in addition. All right. It says, and, not, we didn't just know it, experience or encounter it. When we did, we believed it. We believed it. You know, there, you know, I found this that there's some there's some things because of the way that we've been conditioned in life, the experiences, the encounters that we've had, uh, you know, that are negative and, and bad and adverse and difficult. Uh, that it's sometimes that, that uh, it's hard for us to acknowledge, uh, it's hard for us to accept, it's hard for us to believe uh, good when it comes because we feel like it's too good for us. And even, you know, now listen, and, and this, this sense of, you know, I, I love the word, the wordage in here. He says it needs to be a permanent place for you that realize that, you know, uh, uh, something's not going to happen that you're going to lose it, you know. It's not going, we're not going to go back to, the thing is, if I don't want to go back to my old life, I never have to go back to my old life. I find a freedom from that, you know, in following Jesus, because the more I follow Jesus, you know, there's sometimes, I don't know if you've ever been there, uh, I have at different times, I said, boy, I just can't do this. And it's like God said, you know, the truth is love says, you don't have to do this. I never intended for that to be the life of love are you hearing you know so let's not do this let's go do something else just follow me walk with me and boy you know when uh, we have to learn that though we have to learn uh, that uh, uh, the the love of God now we we and say this when we say we know, we know. And, and we believe the love that God has for us. One translation says he cherishes that. You know, I hope that you and I would learn to cherish uh, the love that God has for us as much as God does. It's a, it's a special thing for him. It, it's the center of who he is. The Bible goes on to say God is love. It says God is love. God doesn't do, do, do love. He doesn't have love. God is love. So everything that God is, you know, is an expression of his love. And, you know, God is in the saving business, isn't he? You know, you'll say, you, have, you ever, uh, have you ever said, you know, are you saved? Most people are like, you know, I don't really. They don't have ears to hear it when they, they have nothing to be saved from. Everything's good. Everything's wonderful. I got it all together. Why do I need another God? I am my God. It's just a green tomato. It hasn't been hot enough, long enough to turn it ripe. But eventually, enough time out in the field, enough time in the world, 
you know there might come a, a time when you know you fail your own self other people fail you life fails you you know and you find that you might want to consider a different source Amen. you might have a need you might need God more at some point in your life than you do right now and we're, we're particularly open then aren't we we look to God, isn't that right? But the first thing you'll encounter is God who is love. If you need saving, God is a Savior. If you need healing, God is the healer. Amen. We could say it this way. If God and love are the same thing, then we could say that love is the Savior. Love is the deliverer. Love is the healer. It takes it to a different place. Uh, you know, it, we can hear that God is all of those things, but to believe it means to rely on it, trust in it. You know, how do I know that, that you know, I know that God heals. I just don't know whether uh, I don't have faith, so I'm fearful of whether or not he will heal me. That's why God said that he, that he wants us to encounter that and experience that personally. For ourselves to live in God, all right, live life, uh, and it's not just living with God. You know, God tacked on. Have you ever been around folks that you know that they got God in there? He's in the uh, He's in the dresser drawer. He's in the hip pocket. I can conveniently pull Him out when I need Him. I'll call on Him. Hmm. Are you hearing? Uh, you know, no, we've, we're going to find out some point in life that, you know, that, that, we'll, uh, that we need God more. It may go your whole life successful in what the world calls success, but, you know, you still got to make it through death alive. You still got to come out on the other side somewhere, and you're going to find out, you know, that all, that, all of that, 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 you know, I mean, you're either prepared for that or you're not. You're either, you know, and that's not a time that you want to be with God. You want to be in God. You, you don't want to have lived a life with God of convenience. And, and, you know, I call on him when I need him. haven't needed him very much, but thank God he's there. You know, uh, no life in God means that, you know. I mean, you know, uh, I could honestly say that Sandy has been in my life, you know. Uh, for a long, long, long time. We, she hasn't just been with me. We have been doing life together in love, in this marriage, in this relationship. That's what he's talking about in God, in a relationship with God that is more than surface. You know, we're not, we're not roommates that, that, you know, argue over who's going to pay what bill. She's going to pay all the bills. I'm going to give her all the money. But I've learned how to work that system. It's wonderful. Amen. It's all right. All right. Uh, the, the, passion, the Passion Bible says, We have come into an intimate experience with God's love, and we trust in the love He has for us. I'm going to read that again. It says, we have come into an intimate experience with God's love. It would be into relationship with God. How do you have a relationship with God? Well, the entry level relationship is that we accept that we need him. 
And we need him more than everything and anything else. That he, his place in our life is at the center of our life. And then he puts all of the other people, everyone and everything else in proper relationship. But we've got to get God at the center. He is my source. He's my, he is the, the well spring of the waters of life for my life. I cannot live without him. And I'm not going to live without him. I'm going to have a relationship with him. And that's done very, very simply. It's called being born again. You know, we're born once into this world, but we were born wrong. I've heard some folks explain it to me and say, you were born wrong. All right. I can accept that. I don't. Nobody has to tell me everything I'm doing wrong, sister. I'm telling you, sister, you don't have to tell Anyway, nobody have to tell me. What I, that's why God gives us a wife, to tell us what we're doing wrong. The reason why they tell us that we're doing wrong is that, is that they love us. Because people don't really love you if, every, if they just let you continue in the wrong, let you continue doing wrong. Are you listening? Uh, uh, and, and, and will not tell you, you know, that's wrong. You need to do right. Because wrong will just get you more wrong, won't it? A seed of wrong will just perpetuate and get more wrong. Yeah. Isn't that right? The Bible says the, 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 you know, the, uh, the blows of a friend. Sometimes that, you know, the, of a friend are better than the kisses of an enemy. Yeah. Yeah. Love will tell me the truth. Amen. All right. Uh, trust in means that we believe in, we trust it, that there is an adherence to that. That's, I don't just trust God sometime, I have to trust God all the time. I have to trust God when I can't, I trust God when life is in the dark. When it's a lot of, I don't know, I have more questions than answers. There are sometimes, many times that God is saying, you know, I just need you to trust me. Keep walking with me, trust me. Are you listening? Your trust is really where the trial is. That's the tripping point. The devil will uh, come and say, did God really say, say this or that? What he's saying is, can you really trust God? If God were really good, why is all this bad happening to you? If God were really good, why? if God really does love you, why are you having to go through what you're going through right now? And like Pastor Sandy said, truth is we're all going through. You know, put on a happy face, you know. I mean, we can, we're good at it, aren't we? You know, how are you? Fine. Uh, I'm good. <laughs> Praise God. Especially in Christian circles. Hallelujah. Amen, brother, sister. I'm telling you, I'm blessed and highly favored. And I mean nothing to everything. You know, Jesus says, Jesus says, Lord, the devil is a liar. I mean, we've got him under the gun and on the run. Hallelujah. Praise God. I think I just asked you how you were. You could say, you know, a better answer would be, well, I'm going through it, but you know, uh, God's helping me. Amen. And you don't even have to go into that much, do you? Just say, hey, you know, uh, it's all right. Everything's going to be okay. All right? One translation says this, a good news translation says this, and we ourselves know and believe. How about yourself? Do you know? Are you coming to know more and more, better and better? 
the love that God has. The Living Bible says we know how much God loves us. I'm going to tell you, God is going to spend eternity in, 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 in expanding your understanding and your knowledge and your personal and intimate experience with Him of the how much. I mean, of how much. All right, it, it, it can't be contained in one setting in a little church service. It couldn't even be contained, you know, uh, with the symbolism of this cross of a happening that happened so long ago and Jesus dying for you. It's going to take eternity for God to, to unveil and to get you to experience and to encounter the how much because it's infinite. The Bible says it is an everlasting, unfailing, always there. Nothing you could do to make him love you more. Nothing you could do to ever make him love you less. That kind of love. Perfect love. The Bible describes it as a perfect love that, that he wants us to become mature in, grow in, come into uh, that, that perfection. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and, and not, listen, not the way that the world thinks about perfection, but a completeness. All right? A completeness where it doesn't matter, you know, where, where we just live, we are living love because no matter what happens, good, bad, ugly, up, down, all around, what, what, you know, things coming, things going, people this, people that, yeah. is, it, is the overriding and arch, overarching thing in my life is that I'm living loved. If everybody else leaves, God loves me. If, if everything goes to hell in a handbasket, heaven's going to come down and put it all back together again. Hmm? Why? Because he is love. And I'm not just, we're not, I'm not just with him and him with me. You know, I'm, I'm in a relationship with him that is, that is a love relationship. It is a forever everlasting thing from his side. God's not divorcing nobody. Amen. God's not quitting, stepping out on anybody. He's in it for good, for everlasting. Say this with me. Say there's nothing, no thing I could ever do to make God love me more. No thing, nothing I could ever do to make God love me less. God loves me just like I am. He ain't going to leave me like this. Because love always works for the highest and the best. I believe that. I'm going to trust that. I'm going to hold God to that. Now look at your neighbor. Just very kindly say, if, if this is the highest and best. And you can tell by the way they're looking at you. It's like, this ain't it. And say, the good news is, you know, love's in it for the long haul. We just got to keep walking and working with God and it'll be okay. Isn't that right? All right. Uh, the voice says it this way. We have experienced and entrusted our lives to the love of God. That's living love. Love never fails. Love is, a, is an unfailing love. It's a everlasting. I just want to read this real quick because we've got to... Uh, be very mindful of the uh, time here. I know I'm the little boy that cried wolf in that, but you know, 
maybe this time the wolf is really here. All right. No, it is here. Uh, Ephesians. I want to read this to you out of the message, Bible, and we'll just we'll leave it at that. Verses uh, uh, 3 through about 10. It says, How blessed is God and what a blessing he is. He's the father of our master, Jesus Christ. Now that's what salvation is, is we accept Jesus' lordship in our life. He's now going to be the master. You know, we're, we're not like slaves with no will or you can walk off anytime you want. You can come back anytime you want, you know. I mean, you can leave God anytime you, you, you want to or you can, you know, he'll never leave you. Amen. He's a good master. When a master loves you, you don't have to be afraid of anything. Amen. All right. But it says uh, of our Lord, he's the father of our master, Jesus Christ, and takes us to the high places of blessing in him. Long before he laid down earth's foundation, he had us in mind. I want you to plug yourself in that. He had me in mind. Long before anything ever was, anyone was ever uh, was, he had me personally in mind. And settled up on, say this, he settled up on me. Now listen, as the focus of his love. See, God is so focused on you. God is absolutely obsessed with you. I tell Sandy, I said, sometimes, you know, I mean, after the children left and the grandchildren, you know, they come back and, and visit us sometimes. But I love it when they come because that obsession she has over me is now placed back on them. Because if I'm the only one that she can think of, oh, Jesus. Amen. Only God. Only God can meet that kind of a need. That's the truth now. I help somebody right there. See, because other people cannot fulfill the, the, the longing and the, and the satisfaction and the life, the life joy. You know, they can be part of that, absolutely, but they're not going to be the center of it. They cannot, you cannot hang your happiness on other folks or what they do or what they don't do. Because I'm telling you, other folk will fail you, but God never will because love never fails. Are you listening? Now you now listen. You know uh, uh, when, what what ha, what do we do when people fail us? Well, we forgive them. Yes. We believe the best of them. We believe if they just knew how much Jesus loved them, that they would love like that. If they could be loved like that, then they would love like that, and then we wouldn't have a problem with them. Then would we? Let's read a little bit further here. All right. It says he. He, he settled on us as the focus of his love to be made whole and holy by his love. Now, you know, being made whole or complete and holy, uh, you know, is it's not something that's pasted all over the outside of you with a bunch of rules and regulations and do's and don'ts and, and, and false measurements of men and mice and everybody else, you know. It is what, it, it's love that makes us whole. It's love that, that, that completes us. It's love that, that uh, and I'm going to tell you what, to live loved in this world, you are going to be, you are going to be holy from this point. You're separated from all that other stuff that's false when you find the true love of Jesus Christ, the true love of the Father. You're free to just be you. God settled on you, made you, made you like nobody else and said, boy, I'm going to tell you what now, if you just let me love you, you know you're going to be the best you you ever dreamed of being. 
Amen. <clears throat> Love will get you a whole lot further than all that other stuff, won't it? All right. Long, long ago, he decided to adopt us into his family through Jesus Christ. What pleasure he took in planning this. He wanted us to enter into the celebration of his lavish gift giving by the hand of his beloved son. Love gives. Love gives every day. Love gives of itself every day. All right. God wanted us to live loved. He wanted it to be personal and permanent, a life of love. He wanted us living loved. He wanted us believing and trusting and experiencing that. You know, uh, the Bible goes on to say over in in, uh, John where we started out, it says there's no fear in love. One translation says there's no room for fear. Another translation says love banishes fear. Another one says love expels fear. Another one says it puts fear out of our hearts. Another one says it eliminates all dread, drives out fear, gets rid of fear. We'll chase those worries away. Worry, worries, what ifs, uh, what if nots, if onlys, all of those things are, worry is fear-based. It comes from fear. It, and fear is this, uh, uh, it it is the um, it is it is the absence of knowing that we're loved that we're that we're so loved because when 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 the knowledge and the under, when the knowledge and the experience of love comes in it it banishes fear drives it out you know have have you noticed in life that that just like Job you know my greatest fears come upon me and that I have to face my fears. My fears don't stand a chance when I'm living in your love. Amen. All right. Uh, It gets rid of fear. It turns fear out of doors and expels every trace of terror. The conclusion is this, verse 19 in uh, uh, 1 John. And we'll stop with this. Pastor Ronald, come for just a moment. Uh, It says this so. It says we though... You know, we're not going to be fearful. We're not going to live underdeveloped lives. We're not, we're not going to live loveless lives. We're not going to live in fear that God's out to get us. Oh, God wants to get us. He wants to get us real good. He wants to get us into his family. He wants us to get us properly positioned in his love. Living love. That's where God wants to get us to. He wants us to get us into knowing personally and intimately. Now listen to this. It says, we though are going to love. We're going to love and be loved. First we were loved. Now we love. He loved us first. Now here's a wonderful recipe for success. You know, success can be, uh, can be recipe. Follow these steps. It says, okay, here's here's the recipe for success. First, be loved. Let God love you first. And then love just like that. Be loved like that. And then you will love like that. Amen. You know, this stuff is the 
the is the greatest. The Bible talks about great faith, but it talks about a greater love. When we're living loved, we want other people to experience that. Sometimes we can tell them, but most times we have to show them the same love that we're loved with. Amen. I just wonder if there's anybody here today, and I'm sure that there is. There is always some of us that need more love than we currently know or experience. Would it be alright if, but you know, uh, I'm just going to go from, from one side, one element of it, you know. I can just go over to Sandy's house, kick down the door, you know, and kidnap her and call it a date. I like you, you're going to go out with me, understand? I had to have permission from her. She had to let me express my love to her. God's the same way. He's not going to kick the door of your heart down. He's not going to just come in and, you know, He could. Doesn't work that way. Go with your permission. I would like to help you. I'd like to. I'd like to do life together with you. Matter of fact, I'd like to have a relationship where we do life together as one. But I need your permission. I need if it if it's all right with you. Uh, I'd like to. I'd like to be real good to you. I'd like to love you more and better than you've ever dreamed of. I'd like to give you a good life. I'd like you to live the love by me. I'd like you to be mine and I'd like me to be yours. That's the offer. But remember, it's love that's extending that. You can believe, but you... But believing is first starts with a decision. It's not a feeling. It's not a, all the evidence is in and now I make a decision. There's a place for that, you know. But the, but the love, uh, the love that God asks us to accept from Him is believed as an act of faith. It is a deciding to trust Him and then let Him prove that out in our lives. In, by way of encounter and experience day by day. Every day until there are no more days than we just are throughout eternity. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's Word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.